Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Team 980 in the Odyssey app, youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, alongside Super Bowl champion, the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, here on the new midday show here in town, Burgundy in Gold. Today, your daily fix of the best Washington Commanders talk in town. We got expert analysis, fan reaction, and some of the big names in Burgundy and Gold history. Weekdays, 12 to 3, right here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. As we sit here 48 hours out from the Commander's season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's time to go a little bit more in-depth on Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Let's scout the opponent. Helping us do that is NFL national reporter for the NFL Network, Cameron Wolf. He spent some time with the Jags and joins us right now on the Team 980 Gas Hotline. You can follow him on Twitter, at Cameron Wolf. Cam, I got to ask you, my man. I'm a big fan of your work. I've been following you closely for the last three to four seasons and definitely the rise that you've made, my man. One question I told myself I'd ask you when I got you on. Who is your barber, my brother? Hands down, look, look, man, hands down the best lineup in the game. How do you maintain it, and who is keeping you sharp? Appreciate you, my man. That's always the goal. Can't be on TV looking uh, raggedy. Uh, <laughs> I but, yeah, I got, I got a guy out here named Reggie cuts me up uh, at Pembroke Pines out here, and uh, I usually go see him at least once a week, sometimes every five days. So I got to I gotta keep it crispy. Uh, but he keeps the line up straight, and, and hey, man, if, if it's still looking good on TV, that's great to me. <laughs> Man, shout out to Reggie, man. Definitely keeping you sharp. Cam, let's get right into it. Obviously, the Jags dealt with a whirlwind season a year ago under the leadership, uh, or really lack thereof, of Urban Meyer. Fast forward, the team brings in former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson. Uh, When you've been out there, Cam, what's been the biggest difference in the two coaching styles, and how have you seen the players respond to Doug Peterson? Yeah, the biggest difference is guys are happy. And it's funny to say, because he's like, what? But, yeah, I've, I've spent several trips down there in camp and, and through preseason, and guys are just jovial. You can tell there's a different demeanor. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just said the other day the flip has been switched on our culture. And we all know how all the headlines from the Urban Meyer era, but I don't think we realize how bad it was for the guys internally, uh, just kind of dealing with a lot of that mess. And so I think Doug Peterson's the opposite coach. Uh, he's a player's coach. Guys love him. He makes it fun to play football again. And so for them, they obviously got more talent this offseason, but I think maybe the biggest addition is they improved the morale of their team. And so for Trevor Lawrence, he's got a guy who who he actually can learn from, who's played the position, who he respects and feels like he can get a lot out of. For the defensive players, they don't feel like it's an us-against-the-coach mentality. And so, uh, you know, this is a Jacksonville team that was one of the worst three in football last year. I do think they'll be significantly improved. Um, because of their talent, but I also think that when you look at this team, they will play harder and they will play more together as a team simply because of their coaching change. 
Hey, Cam, let's uh, keep it on Trevor Lawrence. All eyes, obviously, on the second-year quarterback after an up-and-down rookie campaign. Uh, he's got yep. – how has he responded this offseason, having to learn a new offense? He's got a different voice in his ear. And what's really stood out the most about him this offseason, and, and what do you expect from him in his sophomore season? Yeah, the biggest thing for Trevor Lawrence, you can tell he's taking ownership of this team. I think it started in June when he took his guys out to the Bahamas, all his receivers out to a, a throwing trip. So they, they all bonded. He paid for it all. I guess that's that first round, first overall big money uh, and, and set everything up in and, and that route. But I think for him last year, he probably took a backseat to Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was the star of the Jaguars. This year, everything's about Trevor. He is the star of the Jaguars. And I think Trevor is accepting that onus. He's accepting the pressure. He's accepting the responsibility. When I was out there at practice, you could see him working after practice with an offensive lineman if he struggled with the protection, uh, getting extra reps with the receiver if he drops some passes. So really just taking ownership on the success or the failure of the team on his shoulders. And then from him on a playing perspective, we all know how bad it was for Urban, but Trevor didn't have a great season on his own last year either. And so I think one thing they're focused on with him is, is taking care of the football. He turned the ball over way too much. I think his uh, mechanics got out of whack sometimes when chaos happened around it. So they're trying to work on him on staying quick with his fundamentals and not breaking down to, to play backyard football as often as he did last year. And so seeing him at camp, that's, that's two elements that I know I've seen improvement on. But as you guys know, we won't really see the reality until they start playing real football. As we mentioned, just 48 hours away from live bullets flying, as I like to say, Cam. Uh, flip yep. things over to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, for Jacksonville a season ago, getting after the quarterback on a consistent basis was a struggle. The team ranked 26th in the NFL in sacks. You fast forward to this past April, you see the team select Georgia defensive end Trayvon Walker first overall in the draft. How has he looked this summer, and what type of impact do you expect him to have uh, this season? Yeah, Trayvon Walker's had a strong camp, and the biggest thing that stood out to me when I was in camp is how attached he was to their veteran defensive end, Josh Allen. The other uh, Josh Allen, obviously, uh, but he plays down there, and I, I think you know a lot of times you have a vet and you bring in the rookie, in, and they're a little bit of territorial. They you know they see this guy coming in, hey, I'm the top pass rusher here. You know who are you? You got to earn your. Sp-. It's been the complete opposite. Every single day before practice, they're working together on pass rush moves. Uh, they're working together on how they do their combo. Uh, blocks and, and and I think one story I can tell you from a preseason game I covered about a week ago. I was on the sideline and just talking with Doug Peterson before the game, and one of the players came up to me right when I finished the conversation with the cornerback, and he said, "Hey, I'm telling you right now, our pass rush is going to shock people this year. Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, they're going to light people up." I'm like, he's using these 10 seconds to talk to me, not about how he's going to ball out, right. but about the pass rush, and that's the one thing he singled out. And to me, that that says something about that. So I think Trayvon Walker, uh, you know, he's going to play outside edge for them, which is a little bit different than what he played in college. But from what I've seen in the preseason and limited snaps, he's going to bring a different physical mentality along with Josh Allen's speed on the other side. So you can't just – add an extra chipper or a double team Josh Allen, uh, you got to respect Trayvon Walker on the other side. And so, like I said, the talent in Jacksonville is different. And so defense, I mean, offenses will have to respect them in a different way as well. Clearly, Cam, that, that team is, you know, pretty young and they carry themselves with a lot of confidence and a lot of swagger. Defensively, though, keeping it on that side of the ball, the team brought in former Bucks inside linebackers coach Mike Caldwell to lead that defense. How do things look schematically uh, under his tutelage? And then as far as that defense as a whole, what do you think the expectation is for that group uh, as we sit two days out from the opener against Washington? Yeah, when you look at them, what they're trying to do defensively, they want to get their hands on the football. So it's going to be an aggressive 
aggressive defense. And you mentioned the inside linebacker coach. Devin Lloyd has been his his uh, his, his, his right-hand man throughout camp. You know, Devin Lloyd missed most of camp with a hamstring injury, and so he was just in learning mode from Mike, Mike Caldwell. And so schematically, you'll see this team, I think they'll play a lot on their edge rushers and trying to get pressure, but then I think you'll see some inside eight-gap blitzes and something they've done in their past. And so whether it's Devin Lloyd, whether it's Chad Muma, the guy, another guy they drafted uh, early in the pick there, I think you'll see those guys try to get pressure inside the guard in the center position, try to get Carson Wentz or whoever they're playing off their spot. And so this is a defense that feels like they're more complete than they have been in previous years, not a clear weak point, uh, whether it be corner and DBs, whether it be linebackers, defense line. And so they feel like they can play true traditional uh, straight-up ball rather than having to play a lot of zone coverage to cover from their weaknesses. And so I think you'll see that see that uh, on Sunday. You know, I'm interested to see how they, they guard a guy like Terry McLaurin. Um, he's, in my opinion, one of the best receivers in football. And so do they trust a guy like Shaquille Griffin to cover him one-on-one? Do they, do they play a little bit more shade on his side? I think we're going to see a lot more of how they play individual receivers on Sunday. But I'll tell you, from, the, from what I've seen scheme-wise, they trust their linebackers, their defensive linemen to get home with, with five or fewer rushers. Yeah, I know that defense definitely has a high expectations, but you look at this Jacksonville backfield. I think it's a very interesting situation. James Robinson uh, was announced earlier in the week by Doug Peterson that he is going to be active Sunday after missing a uh, significant time last year with his Achilles tear. Then you get all that, what they added offensively, in combination with Travis Etienne being healthy in his sophomore season. How do you see the uh, snap count shaping out in that backfield, and do you expect this team to lean heavily on the run game uh, despite all their new toys in the passing game? Yeah, my fantasy football team has been trying to figure out the backfield as well. Um, I drafted Travis Etienne, so I'm hoping that uh, it goes out smooth. But I'll tell you this, uh, James Robinson will play from what I understand. The, the team hasn't been saying this publicly. I think he'll be given a situational role early. Uh, he's been their better pass protector and third down, you know, third down situations. And so I, I'd imagine he's on the field for those situations. Also, he's their bigger downhill back, so short yard and goal line. And then for as his, as the weeks go on, his role will grow. I still expect Travis Etienne to lead the team in carries and touches um, early on in the season. Travis Etienne's also a really good receiver, and so in camp I saw them use him split out in the slot. And I can see certain situations where they're using both Travis Etienne and James Robinson on the field at the same time with Travis being used as a slot receiver. And so, um, like I said, if, I, if, if you were trying to start a, start a running back this week, I think Travis is going to be your guy for, for touches, for yards. Uh, but I think that James' role will grow, and he's obviously their goal line back. I think what was really impressive watching James Robinson is due towards ACL eight and a half months ago. Yeah, that crazy. used to be a uh, – or his Achilles, sorry. His Achilles eight and a half months ago. That used to be an injury that held you out uh, 12 months. And, and he is back. He, he's cutting. And I think what helps him is his skill set is not um, a, a heavy speed skill set. So he doesn't need all his explosiveness back. He's a downhill, low-pad runner. And so I do think that you'll see uh, close to normal James Robinson in a, in a lighter role, and then he'll earn more as time goes on. Cam, obviously, you know, you work for the NFL Network, so you have this national perspective that we're looking for here in town. Let's flip things from the commander's angle nationally. What is the narrative surrounding this team right now? Obviously, they made the big addition in, in, in acquiring Carson Wentz this offseason. They draft Jahan Dotson in the first round out of Penn State. From a national perspective, what are your expectations for the Washington Commanders uh, heading into 2022? Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I believe there's a lot of uncertainty about this team, right? Because, you know, you trade for Carson Wentz after it, it, it didn't work out previously, you know, with your quarterback situation. And um, Carson has had a rough last couple of years, you know, going from Philadelphia, going from Indianapolis. And so there's a lot of feel that maybe this is Carson Wentz's last chance to prove he can be a starter in the league. And so a lot of attention on him doing that. But then also Washington, just being frank, this was a team that I thought could compete for the division last year, and they were disappointing on how they, you know, had that year. I expected a little bit more from their defensive line. That's the core of their team. And so, you know, the, the injury to Chase Young is definitely a, a bummer to start the year. Um, but I do think that, you know, I know the Jags do, and I think a lot of people in the league still respect their talent, their talent on the defensive side of the end side of the ball, their talent with guys like Terry McLaurin. They have the talent to compete in the NFC East that honestly isn't very strong. It's just their play. Uh, can they consistently play up to their talent? And so I think that's the perspective. Would it shock me if Washington went on a run and, and won the division? No, it wouldn't. But would it also shock me if they finished last? No, it would not as well. So I think they have a wide, a wide range of spectrums um, where they can where they can end up as a team this year. And so that's another team that they can redefine their narrative with how they play in the first month of the season. Every year, there's you know three or four teams where they start off three and zero or three and one, and you're like, wow, maybe we need to pay attention to them. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about them this off season. Is that going to be the Commanders, or are they going to be like I mentioned? you know, third or fourth in the division, and, and, you know, we're talking at the end of the season what changes need to be made. Yeah, Cam, I was telling the listeners uh, a couple days ago, since 2005, Washington, the sixth worst record in the National Football League. So I know, obviously, Ron Rivera and company, you know, have a tall task to try to turn this thing around. They got the quarterback they want. It's now about putting it all together. Appreciate you giving me some time, Cam. Absolutely. Appreciate you, fellas. Have a good one. That's NFL Network's. Cam Wolf getting us up to speed on the latest with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Got to take a quick time out. When we come back, we get to some keys to the game here. 48 hours away from the Commanders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Our first taste of regular season football. Got a full slate of games for you coming on Sunday. On the other side of this break, we'll give our offensive keys to the game. Don't go anywhere. This is Burgundy and Gold today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Are the world champions. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Haney, obviously, Amy Haney is behind the controls. And he's got a little bit of seniority, so of course he's going to have a liberty. I'm going to be a little uh, lenient with him, but uh, let's not make sure it happens again. Defensive keys to the game for the commanders. That's what uh, the young fella, he wants to do a breakdown of that, and the defensive keys for me are very simple. Tackle the guy with the ball. (laughs) And don't let anybody get in back of you. That's it. It ain't too complicated. 
It really, it really isn't. When, when, you, when you just talk about the, the basic fundamentals of football, yeah. Look, it's, it's not. It's that basic. There's a guy in front of you. He's paid to make sure you don't get to his quarterback, the offensive lineman. We're paying our guys to beat that guy, but he might have run responsibility, which is called a gap. The guy might be running out his shoulder, either right shoulder or left shoulder. And we're selecting people that we think can beat one-on-one. And the real good ones, you got to have two guys to block him. Now, we got one now. And when they take up two for him, we should win somewhere else. If not, we're overpaying for the talent. I agree. Very simple. It's not that complicated. Now, for those of you that want to blame the coordinator for everything, I learned this from Tony McGinn and boys, the defensive players I played with. First, coaches don't play. <laughs> I, and I, I subscribe by that too. And so if they're, they're asking you to do something that doesn't work and it doesn't work for you and it ain't working for the team, you got to be you. You got to win any way possible. Then y'all discuss it Monday in the film room. But if you think, think I'm going to let somebody direct me who hasn't been successful, then you got You are completely insane. <laughs> so I'm only going to go so far. I'm not trying to be a subordinate. What I'm saying is that I got to fight for my family. Because you right? mess around and listen to a lot of people in this league who are just flat out not qualified to be in some of the positions they're in, and your behind will be out of football. Not it's for that long. Simple. And they'll get rehired like they always do somewhere else. Because this league, pass, they pass along garbage. <laughs> and I ain't mad at them. Ain't okay, that. They take care of their own. But if you just really want to get serious about this, and just only re- chart results. There are a lot of uns- very unsuccessful people coaching and managing. Their track record is not indicative of their paychecks. And all I'm saying is that don't come to me with that. See, I've been behind the curtain. I know what time it is. So, all but here's what I is. I made a pat with you. Just win, baby. We're good. I ain't got nothing to do with it. You mess around and ruin my three hours on Sunday. Mm. Black. That's what I want. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you fired up because you can't get man, me fired up. Because it's not about I've been doing this up. too long. They, I'm bro- They have damn near made me cripple. <laughs> See, until I got smart and figured out you can't have blind trust. See, you got blind. I don't have blind trust. I used to. That's done. See, I, I found out the hard way. This is dog eat dog, man. And when it comes down to it, nobody cares about you at all. You got to care about yourself. This self-preservation right now. I got a gap to control, yep. and I'll kill you Over if it. that's what it takes. Hey. You ain't getting through this area. This is it because I can't lose. I have to win. And so we'll see. We'll see. And look, maybe they'll pull all it eyes off. Are on them. Well, we'll see. All, all eyes are on the defensive side. You of ain't the lying. Down. The defense, to me, I'm telling you, I will be so excited uh, man, kickoff. I, you know, I'm cocky because I really believe they're going to win. I think they're going to win big. I do too. I, think I have I, no, I have no fear about this. It's going to be. It ain't easy. I just believe, based on what I saw in in camp, what you saw, you see nobody slacking off. Great effort. Plan looks good. Very organized. Every they check all the boxes. Okay, I saw that. Now it's one up to the players. Box. Up one, to the players. One final box to check, and that's on Sunday. Players. It's up to the players. Ain't the coaches. 
There ain't a scheme in the world that could stop Lawrence Taylor. Ain't no scheme available. Dexter Manley, he played his thing. Dexter Manley gave you results. I'm not sure he did everything they asked him to do. <laughs> right. But I do know what he did do. Yeah. He tore up quarterbacks. Everybody wanted to play in the secondary when he was on the field. He was a corner's best friend. Mm-hmm. See, we got a lot of people now, but I, I got to see. I got to get more. We have results going to be premium. I got three keys for you as well. Doc kind of laid it out just how I would. Yeah, my key is get to the ballpark early. <laughs> yeah. and you may have to have an umbrella. A little rain ain't never hurt nobody. For some of you, it'll be a treat for you. Okay? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. You. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to be hyperventilating. Saturday night, thank God for college football. Just to get you warmed up, I got, right? No, well, I got to check on my boy Locks. See, I got to okay. make sure. You know, that's family. I got to make sure Locks and them boys, you know, they get close. But they don't finish. Yeah, I, I'm still talking about the house they game. I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> that's, last year, two years ago, oh, two man, years they had ago. they were when Wayne Wayne was there. That's what Locks has. Locks has talent, but the talent has got to be disciplined enough to do what the hell they're asking you to do, so you can win the game. And that's that's about the players. Well, that's about the players. It's 100%. all about the players. Yeah. 48 hours away, Sunday at 1 o'clock, Commanders and Jaguars. Three defensive keys for you before we hit the break. Doc, it starts up front with the bullies, like you say. I think, and I'll get specific with you. I hope so. They have to be able, talking about Washington defensively, they have to be able to get pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Only send it four. The moment you got to send extra guys to get home, you're in trouble. Because now you're taken away from your already battered secondary. I whined and complained all show long about Cam Curl being out. All for this segment right here. If they can't get pressure for four with, with four, the four dudes that are paid up front, in a world of hurt you'll be in. I guarantee you this. Win the line of scrimmage. Jacksonville last year, Doc. 29 turnovers last year. That's second most in the NFL. Get pressure on Trevor Lawrence. He will give you the football. 100%. Seven days out of the week, twice on Sundays. I hope it happens more than twice on Sunday, though. My other thing, get off the field on third down. And, Doc, you know this better than anybody. Everybody wants to talk about third down and how important third down is to football. I don't buy into that at all. You know what's more important? First and second down. Because the best teams offensively and defensively, excuse me, just on offense, you don't get in the third downs because you're converting on first and second. Defensively, though, for Washington, if you can keep them behind the chains, Make them one-dimensional. The game is yours. There's too much talent on this team defensively. And this is the per- – I call it a get-right game, Doc. This is the perfect game to get right. John Allen last year punched his first ticket to the Pro Bowl. Montez Sweat needs to be on the, needs to be on the flight with him to Hawaii uh, next he, year. He's, he's, he's the guy. He is the guy that – he has the most upside. Uh, I'm really pulling – I hate to pull for anybody. Because then you get emotionally, then I become you, and I can't do that. <laughs> but I really do two guys I'm already in, I'm in a tank for, and and that is Curtis Samuel because he had to be mentally just gashed last year, having to listen to people doubt his manhood, and he was really hurt. And it's nothing. You and can we do. brought him here injured, or either he had surgery after we had, and it was never disclosed, never disclosed rather. And for that. I hate whoever did that because he took the hit. 100%. The adults, the, the, adults, the, the adults punked out. See, left him out. to Now, he got paid for it. 
You could have paid me that same amount. <laughs> I would be up. booing. I would have two left. If foot. I was getting what he was getting right now, man, y'all could be calling up here, tweeting me. You could be booing me to death. I'd take it. Matter. I'd take it. I'd be just like the black guy in the MAGA hat behind Trump. <laughs> no, seriously, he got paid. Yeah. No, you get paid, man. Do you. I ain't mad at you. I'm saying what I'm saying. Do what you got to do. Nah, I feel you, though, dog. Hey, man. Look. I'm just calling it, it straight as it is. I'm about to say, call out T.I. is. Call it, hey, man. We got to get that drop. You know what that's from? That's Bernie Mac, King of the Comedy. Oh, King He's, of I'm going to tell her how T.I. is. Yeah, no, let me tell you something. And that's what I want to do. I love him, that man. And I just get, see, you brought me down. Just when you almost had me going. I know, yeah. My heroes, man, they die so young. I remember exactly where I was. I was in the car on the way to Myrtle Beach with my folks. They announced it on the radio. <sighs> I was heartbroken. He was, and they're all good. You know, um... Matt, Harvey, yeah, they said it. They just the kings of comedy I'm by itself. The whole kings of comedy deal rolled out. But see again because I was watching this before your parents met. Red Fox, bad. Seriously, it's a whole different Richard Pryor. See now we talking about goats, goats balling out at the same time, competing. And I know it sounds. Funny, and people don't want to give him that because he's obviously taking on a few different personalities now. His brother Crosby. Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, no, it's straight up. That's the beauty about what happens throughout generations. And, and like this game, you know, it's time. It's really time for us to get back and to where we're creating. And I do agree with the people on Twitter. Let's create our own history. Let's create this new thing. Let's vibe it out. The scene is set. New uniforms, new name, new songs, new people. Everything's new. It'd be new to win, too. <laughs> yeah, so let's do that. Yeah. yeah let's do that, and then, then I will bow down. I will say, go ahead, do your thing. Will you say hell and to I, the commanders? I say hell to the commanders. Can I just one more time? I say it all the time. When I type on Twitter, I go out HTTC. Yeah, no problem with that. I'm all in for him. I don't need to go backwards. I got my stuff in the case. I'm good. Yeah, I don't – look, this is all about them. I'm trying to give back to the community. I don't need to take nothing from it. I already got mine. And I'm hoping they get theirs. You know, my boy Doug Williams, man. I mean, I'm all – I got to take care of Mr. Williams, make sure he's – I'll be escorting him to his suite tomorrow. And uh, I take on the Uber responsibilities on game day, you know, security. Big boys. Dry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Grown yeah. man. I got to make sure he gets in. I'm I got to make sure he gets in and out of his suite. And it costs to be the boss. Hey, man. It's all good. Man, Doug's, and, uh, Doug's such a good dude. I remember I was leaving training camp. This is my second day there. Okay. I yeah. called Doug in the parking lot. Yeah. I said, Doug. So how you doing, young man? Yeah. Shakes my hand, introduce yeah. myself. Yeah. One thing I love about y'all, man, y'all should be act like royalty. We should be kissing our feet. No, no. Because him. No, dude. I, come on. I hate I'm blue collar. Let me just say I know, you, I know, no. I know. No, because Doug, Super Bowl MVP. For and let me tell you what what Doug would tell you if Doug were here. Doug talks about Shaq. See, Shaq's in my generation. Me and Doug are the same close in age. But my one of my first heroes, also Marlon Bris, Briscoe. Was with Miami. See, what a lot of people, and I always try to give you a historical lesson because I know you don't know. A lot of you want to speak for people that you don't look like. You think you have the right to speak for people that you have absolutely no idea about their history. 
for Marlon Briscoe and for me, Jefferson Street Joe, as a pitcher and ba- as a baseball guy, obviously a lot of pitchers are quarterbacks. Right. But imagine being told in the ninth grade that you can't play this anymore. You have to change positions. I said, well, why? Because you will never get into college as a black quarterback. That was told to me by Mike Rush, God rest his soul, but he was at least honest. Right. See, people that talk about white people, this and that, without him, there's no way I could have succeeded. Without Jim Womack to pick me up and take me to, I couldn't have succeeded. So y'all crazy as road lizards, man. Some of the, the most influential people in my whole journey were white people that helped out, that cared, that weren't of that racist group of you bigots who sit out there and try to hide and blend in. But I know who you are. I can tell every time you open your mouth. So to be told you can't do something and you did nothing wrong, you got the best arm on the team, but you can't play the position, you don't understand that. So when I get James Shaq Harris, he's a ram in my t- – what? So he's like a god to me. Shaq is – and if you ever get around him and hear him, he is – he's, he's a comedian. But yet I know what he went through. And then finally on this, on one of our ProView interviews – he told me there was a death threat. Rams playing the Browns, Coliseum. Imagine the FBI coming to you before the game and say, um, Mr. Harris, there's a we have reason to believe that your life is in danger tomorrow. What? And we're going to escort you to the game. Well, Ron Jaworski was Jaws. a young Jaws was a young baby on the on the Rams team backup. Shaq was the starter. They used to ride together. Ask Jaws if you ever see him. Jaws went on the bus that game. I don't blame Jaws. Nah, I ain't mad at Jaws. Nah, I wouldn't have been with Shaq either. Yeah, right, right. But Shaq went through. Not only did that's he go, a, that's incredible. not wrong. only did he go, he beat the hell out of the Browns. Had a game of his lifetime with the threat of a marksman in there there to kill him. Mm. And a lot of you go right now, oh, I had no idea. I get it. But I got to tell you, you need to know. Because it'll help you grow as well. 100%. This is what this dude had to deal with. Shaq Harris. That's, that's Doug incredible. Williams. You don't know how many times he was called the N-word in Tampa. The, the hate mail, the things that he had to endure. He didn't do anything wrong. He just simply wanted to play a position he saw others playing. So when you come down this road, you got to have two weapons. You better bring multiple weapons. Otherwise, you ain't got a chance. I got too much ammunition because I've seen this. Right. I've heard about it. I've documented it. I get it. So when I tell you something, it's not based on an emotional feeling. It's based on history. Got to take a quick time. We come back continuing to get you ready for Jags and Commanders. Our offensive keys will flip sides to the money-making side of the football in 2022. We'll give you the keys for the commander's offense in order to come out victorious on Sunday in the season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Linnell Willingham and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, here with you on the Burgundy and Gold today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one. It's the Ten Commandments. One, by now, you know Anthony Haney's in the house, and he's doing his thing. Not our thing. He's doing his thing. And that's why he'll be limited and won't be here much longer. I can promise you that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I didn't say it. Well, <laughs> but you're getting ready for the big show. The Hoffman, Hoffman's got some things going that's going to blow your mind. Because, you know, if you consider that this is really the last bit of intel that we roll into before the game plan. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's a must-listen I'm expecting I the reporter in Hoffman to come full force. Well, hold on. We we buried the reporter in Hoffman. He's he's a radio personality. No, no, no. Hold, no, 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 no. Because no, no, no. I'm not going to get him. You're not, not not while I'm here, you ain't going to get him in trouble. Well, I'm he, just saying. He's, he is a radio personality no, now. No, I got that. He's still just, doing the reporter. No, he's in the bullpen core, right now watching film from last night. Core, he's giving it to you. He's, he's watching it for a second time. No, but time. he's a journalist. It's different. It's different from radio talk show hosts. Anybody, Anthony can be talk show host. He's a journalist. You're giving that Syracuse education too much credit. Well, they're so proud of that. That's the thing I love about them because <laughs> they, they think, you know, if they were actually good at any sport, it would really be dangerous. Can you imagine if they were actually good at anything? I can imagine being a millionaire. No, Fox, I'm just saying so. because they they are so cocky. Uh, and, and look, you should have pride with your university. Hundred percent, you really should. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking trash on that. But I love when they get together. You, this is two of them. Wait till you see three of them together. I at Westwood one. I used to work with three of them. It, it's just, it's. But to their credit, they're usually in charge wherever they are. Mm. Yeah, they got a hell of a network. I give them that. We got to get into the offensive keys of the game before we get out of here. The money making side of the ball, I like to call it. Yeah, And I said all eyes would be on the defense come Sunday at 1 o'clock, but in reality, we really know what we're looking at. The regular season debut of Carson Wentz here in Washington. And for me, man, Doc, you know it starts up front. They've got to keep Carson protected. And I'll tell you this. I know we were talking about the field conditions for Sunday. It's supposed to be a monsoon. 
Got Good. thunderstorms starting at 11 in the morning. Good. It's supposed to be scattered showers throughout. <laughs> Only wish Anthony would had to be there. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Seeing him drenched. <laughs> that would just make my day. It's supposed to be scattered showers. Hmm. They are going to have to run the football. I've already subscribed to the method that, look, yes, you drafted Jahan Dotson. Yes, you got Curtis Samuel coming back healthy. Yes, you have Carson Wentz under center. But they are going to have to run the football in order to get this thing done for multiple reasons. One, Jacksonville up front, if, if we'll, we'll give our picks here, Dan. I'll give my picks here, Dan. You'll give yours. Scott yeah. Jackson even texted me his pick, so we got something to go on. Anthony, I meant to tell you, we're going to document some picks here today because I like to stand on what I, what I believe in. Yeah, it won't be worth You won't want to see the results in about seven weeks. <laughs> so go ahead. Keep doing that. Keep talking. But, no, it's important, though, like, like I mentioned on, on a serious note, that yeah. they come out and run the football. Jacksonville up front. It's not to be played with. I agree. Just like we got first-round picks littered across our defensive line, they're built the same way. They're built the same way, and they're led by a madman, the dude Mike Caldwell, the oh, former yeah. inside linebackers coach for Tampa Bay. Yeah. You see, Tampa Bay has the best linebacker core in football. No it's question. not even to be debated. But see, Talking he, didn't, about, he didn't bring the players with him. He didn't. He brought Thank the okay. scheme, I just, to make sure. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. <laughs> Because for a moment there, I thought you thought he brought them maniacs he had in Tampa. Devin White and Levante. With, oh, my Good God. They just, Freaks. Oh. But, but yeah, look, we got people in this town that talk like, yeah, we almost beat them. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> One of them didn't even play against us in that playoff game. Exactly. He didn't even show up. And still got it And done. still had five, almost 500 yards on your behind. Yeah. Yeah, still, okay. Still almost got it done. But look, the first offensive key for me, keep Carson Wentz protected. Yep. And then we talked about it. Last year, offensively, Washington ranked 20th in the National Football League in converting third downs. Mm -hmm. I don't care about third down, though. For me, having success on first and second down is really what's important. Because the good teams offensively in the National Football League, you don't get in the third down situations because you're converting first downs on first and second. I watched Josh Allen last night. I'm sorry for even disrespecting him. I don't call him Josh Allen no more. It's oh, JA-17. bad boy. JA-17 with you the You doubted Rock. him? Not even no doubt. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if you know, Doc. I, I am the proclamation king when it comes to quarterbacks. You've seen state property, I'm assuming. Beanie Siegel. Get down or lay down. No. If you haven't, we got to get you up to okay. speed. Yeah. Anthony knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. The boy Burrow last year, I called it. I said it's Joey Beans Burrow. Okay. It's what they call Beans. It's Beans. Is this true? Get down or lay down was the mentality okay. of the Cincinnati Bengals. So they rode it all the way DJ to the Super Bowl. And you? I thought I thought Walker was the DJ here in this in this company. Oh man, I, I thought we weren't gonna give him the the time of day to mention his name on these airways over here. He works for the other side. That's okay. He's in the building. Barely. Okay. All right. But no, look. Offensively, having success on first and second down is going to be huge because if they get into situations where they're in third and long, and Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen get to pin their ears back and rush the quarterback without any thought of playing the run, it's going to be a long, long afternoon. And this has nothing to do with my confidence level in the group up front. But I'm a realist. They haven't played a snap together. You got the, the depth chart in front of you? Mm -hmm. Cosme, Leno, Norwell, yeah, no. Turner, and Ruye have not played a down together. Not organized football. Not organized. Right. When it really matters, with zebras out there and whistles in the whole nine, right. I need to see – that they have continuity along that offensive line. Because if Washington is going to reach its goals in 2022, it starts with that five up front. Now, the also thing to consider, and this is what I was trying to get you to understand when it comes to depth. 
Turner, I've seen him worked out, working out. But if he doesn't play, I like Wes. Swites. Oh, I love Switzer. I love Sadiq Charles. So that's why I go, here's where the team deserves a pat on the back. They got it right on that They've side. They layered properly. So that's how you want. So you don't have to have a fit. Well, make sure you give the architect his his credit, John oh, Matsko. He's the ma- I mean, he he's, the I mean he's the architect is what you I know, call him. He's best. Um, you know, Neil Jacobs has a – I did not know. Neil is so involved in so many different things. Uh, there was this his daughter. He's got a um, daughter or nephew who's at Syracuse. Is is it his younger? Yeah, his younger. Um, is it sister? In a family member, anyway. Is in her fourth year Syracuse School of Communication. Wow. So she's part of, she's part called, of Newhouse. They, they're called Newhouse. She's yeah, Newhouse, Newhouse Mafia. Okay. They, so breed, think, they breed greatness. So out of both there. of these dudes, when they understand, they were both part of that? Oh, ain't that something? Allegedly. We still, we, still gotta, we still got to ch- check the documentation. We still got to check the paperwork on that. Allegedly. royalty. I still need to check the paperwork. So I got a y'all piece of paper. Tat- do you have a tattoo? <laughs> do you guys, what, what, what's the, do you have? I have a diploma. I was about to say, okay. you know, Anthony don't do tattoos. He's beta, kappa, theta, i mo, sigma, phi, one. Hey, yo. And they stepping all over the place. <laughs> so okay. he's got it's it all. Omega, psi, okay. phi. Omega, psi, phi. Excuse Omega, me. Psi, it's, psi, late. Phi. it's the last segment of the show. Right. You expect me to be cognitively yeah, okay? Cool. All right. But so look, anyway, offensive line worries, nah. Don't have that. Don't have that. Now, tackle spot, um, Leno Jr. I mean, our edger guys are going against their edge guys. And Jacksonville, to me, they remind me. Of a good old fashioned SEC team, mm-hmm. they're physical, they're fast, and they're coming after you. The question is going to be on the back end: Can they hold up? Can we get plays? Because our strength, to me, is the four guys on the wings. So I don't know which tight end is going to play. So that's why I admire people that can make predictions without any data. <laughs> but if you do have an opportunity to just be a fan, I never take that away. Don't ever. Ever, ever stop just being a fan if you want to be. But we can't be a fan and also be taken serious when it comes to talking about a game when people are wagering. It's a whole new ball now. You're irresponsible. If you give out information and you really don't know what you're talking about and people are lured into that and they're making financial decisions based on your intel, ah, that could be dicey. You might have to have a bodyguard with you. Might have to carry you with me. You're gonna carry me because I tell them up front. <laughs> Don't no, I ain't got nothing to do with that. All I'm about is wins and losses. So the rest of that stuff, that's on y'all. Go ahead, develop your spread. I'm also. I know this is burgundy and gold today, but aren't you a little bit curious about what's going down 95 with that <sighs> shotgun it's, wedding that's being put? I, I just love the whole drama behind it. Yeah, it, I mean it's hard not to be concerned with it because look, I've never. Well, let me not say never. To negotiate your own contract is is a whole different ball game in itself. But to tell someone that you're going to stop negotiating, uh, kind of crazy to me. But hey, doing something, trying to do something that's never been done before at the quarterback position, I have all the faith in the world in him. I hope he gets it done. Yeah, well, we'll see. I know uh, it won't affect the product on the field because nothing affects the product on the field up there. No, they're built. They'll build. They'll build. Glenn Harris, uh, my dear friend, he he. T- popularized the term grit tough and I always stuck with that and I say grit tough that's not me that's Glenn but he let me borrow it and that's what it comes down to I really want to know that if we don't turn it over 
We don't help. We help people beat us too often. So Let's a lot make, last I don't year. think Jacksonville can come beat us. I don't think they can come take a game from. We can give it to them. I just don't think they're good enough, and they haven't progressed enough with their new staff. We've been there. You know, when Ron and the first thing we were doing were getting people that were position flex, and then we were going for the culture. We were doing all those things, and that's cool. That's his prerogative. Now it's time to put I'm it all different. together. I start day one saying, you either win or you're out of here. That's my culture. You either win or you're gone. You, you want money? Perform. And we win, you get paid. If we don't, you might as well leave now. Because you can feel the team in this league. Very simple. You don't have to kiss people's behind and overpay them. If you do that, that's because you soft. There's nothing about making you overpay people that don't produce but you. I agree. I'm telling my I tell my GM right up front, we're not doing none of that. If you if you're so good, bet on yourself. I'll double what you're gonna get in incentives if you ball out. Okay? Oh, whole yeah. new ball game. Oh, bet you people don't want to get that one. No, run your butt down the street. Go play for somebody else. See, I'd say I'm doubling down. I want you to make more as much as possible. But we all gonna get paid at the same time. You ain't going to break me and you get paid and don't bust a great. That's like not pa- happening. I, I like to get paid in W's, though. Yeah, that's, that's, what, well, that's why the old days, the incentive clauses, even though I prefer to have what these guys have because you get paid for nothing sometimes. But in the old days, incentives were everything based Definitely. on how many, how many snaps, how many this, how many that. Everything had a price to it. And I thought I'm much happier for these guys now because they get paid and they don't have to do as much. Before we get out of here, Doc, you said you wouldn't give me a prediction. So I guess, we win. I no, guess we're going to win the game. Okay. Win big. We're going to win big. That's what I feel. I hope we win big. I picked the Jaguars to win the AFC South. I don't think it starts this week, though. And who out there would actually take that and run with it? Just because you said that. A lot of smart people out there, Doc. <laughs> okay, I bet, I bet Anthony would do it. That's why I said smart people. Oh, okay, that's a good point. I like the Commanders. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think it'll be reminiscent of what we saw last night. It's going well, to take both may offenses. Change. Now, if, you, if it is sloppy, then I agree with you. I think it'll take both offenses a little bit of time to get going. I like Washington 19-16. to 16. It'll be a drag them out. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you One what. One week is in the books with you, and I'm, I'm alive. I tell you, McKissick, J.D. stuff, he, gonna, he ain't sleeping well this weekend, but he better get over it because a lot's on his shoulders. 100%. That's going to do it. The DOC, Rick Doc Walker, myself, and Scott Jackson will continue to bring you Burgundy and Gold today. Scott's making his debut next week, Doc. Uh, yeah, he had a little cosmetic surgery, but everything worked. <laughs> everything worked out. No reason to be alarmed, and uh, can't wait to see Jack. The Hoffman is next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.